Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. When I first moved to the Bay Area, I lived a few blocks away from Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. And I would spend a lot of time just wandering around the park on the weekends, checking out all its nooks and crannies. And there are a ton of treasures in that park if you know where to look. There's the pair of windmills that look like they've been plucked right from the Dutch countryside, and a shallow lake where people will sail these cute little model yachts. But probably the most unusual thing in the whole park is the huge paddock where you'll find a herd of bison. I'm Olivia Allen Price, and you're listening to Bay Curious. This week, reporter Jessica Placzek pulled on her work boots and headed out for the story. They're the largest mammals in North America. A male weighs up to 2,000 pounds, females 1,000 pounds. We have Betsy, Bellatrix, Buttercup, Bambi, and who am I missing? Brunhilda. <laughs> All be named. All be named. For yeah. bison? Correct. <laughs> this is Sarah King from the San Francisco Zoo. She's here at the paddock to feed the bison, which you should know are not the same as buffalo, though the names are often used interchangeably. These are bison. Buffalo are only from old world continents, Africa and Asia. These bison aren't from the Bay Area. They're adapted to the Great Plains, where the weather's a lot more extreme. They can actually use their head almost like a snowplow and move snow out of the way in order to get to the dried shrubs, mosses, lichen that are underneath all of that snow in order to maintain their body weight and make it through the winter. These hairy beasts attract a lot of attention. What's that? How many are there? There's six. 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 I was right. Keith Robinson is a groundskeeper at Golden Gate Park and often finds himself answering visitor questions. Like, how old are they? Seven now. Where did you get them from? We got them from a, a ranch. Uh, do they want to like ram humans or are they like peaceful? No, they're actually quite peaceful. Well, they haven't always been that way. We'll get to that. But right now, we're more interested in a question from one of our listeners, Paul Irving. So I'm a cyclist, and I cycle by here all the time. But it's pretty rare that I actually stop and walk around the paddock. We walked along the entire fence enclosing the pen. The bison roam around this big field with some small green hills. The Richmond neighborhood is just a few blocks away, and sometimes you can smell the ocean breeze. Finding the bison here is unexpected, maybe even weird, which brings us to Paul's question. What's the story behind the bison in Golden Gate Park? 
it's actually pretty easy to find the answer. Just a couple of weeks ago, I decided, well, I really should get off and read the signs. And uh, so came and uh, this answered a few of my questions. <laughs> That's right. There's a sign. It touches on the basics, but we get a lot of questions about the bison, so I dug up some more information. To start us off, here's Paul reading the sign. Until 100 years ago, 30 to 60 million bison roamed North America's prairies. One frontiersman told of a herd five miles wide and 12 miles long. Bison were all over the West, grazing from northern Mexico all the way up through Canada. Times were good for the bison. Until European Americans expanded into the West. The bison habitat was crisscrossed by railroads and turned into farms. Imported cattle brought new diseases to the bison. Then there was the killing. Bison were killed for food, skins, and to deprive the Plains Indians of their primary food source. Bison skins were turned into leather, and their bones were ground up to make fertilizer and fine china. But many animals were killed for sport. There were competitions to see who could kill the most bison, and tourists on trains would shoot the animals from their seats, leaving the carcasses where they fell. And while the U.S. government clashed with Native Americans over land, the army encouraged the rampant slaughter. One colonel even told hunters, Kill every buffalo you can. Every buffalo dead is an Indian gone. Eventually, there were only about a thousand bison left. Many of the surviving animals were raised on farms and bred with cows. Most of the bison we see today have a little cow in them. On February 13, 1891, when the species was close to extinction, the first bison was brought to Golden Gate Park. When Golden Gate Park was created in the uh, 1870s, the idea was to recreate a little bit of the um, Wild West. This is Phil Ginsberg, the general manager of San Francisco Recreation and Parks. So bison and several other animals were actually first put in a paddock, which is very close to where Keysar Stadium is today. They bred the animals to help bring them back from the brink of extinction. By 1998, more than 100 calves had been born in the captive breeding program, and the total number of bison in North America exceeded 200,000. The population growth is due to conservation and because we started raising them on farms for meat. And now, with so many bison, the park has stopped breeding them. Today, we have only females. Just keeps everything a little bit more calm, as it were. When bulls roamed the herd, things could get pretty aggressive. One tried to maul a policeman on horseback, and they were known for charging. Zookeeper Sarah King says that they can run pretty fast, too. They can. They can run up to 30 miles per hour, and they can actually swim really far, too. They can swim um, over half a mile. So they're very strong animals. <laughs> is there dominance within this herd, even though there's no bulls? There is, yes. You don't see aggressiveness that you would see on, you know, wildlife shows, but there is definitely a matriarch. That would be Betsy. She's the one that comes first into the feed pad. She'll go to the food first, and then it trickles down from there. The bison in the paddock today are not descendants of the park's original herd. The herd has been replaced a couple times when the female bison get old and mosey on to the golden plains in the sky.
I was surprised to learn that the bison have been in the park for over a hundred years. Have there been any crazy incidents? I am so glad you asked that because there have. The bison have escaped, though my favorite incident is a rumor. A bunch of students allegedly let the bison out and they were later found roaming in the Richmond. Oh my gosh, can you imagine just like strolling along the street in the Richmond and coming face to face with a bison? I think I would kind of love that. (laughs) Thank you very much for the story, Jessica. Oh, yeah, no problem. We also have a video where you can meet Betsy, Brunhilda, and the whole Bison Lady Gang. Head to baycurious.org and check it out. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. Thanks for listening. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.